Hello and welcome back to C-Red UK, where quite simply, it's Chicago Bullsing. Wherever you're listening, and if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. It helps us out and ensures you don't miss another episode. I'm Matt, and I'm actually joined by Neil tonight. How are we doing, Neil? Yeah, it's been a minute, right? Yeah, um, obviously last week we were putting out the Bulls Blitz on our own, due to you selfishly having a little holiday. Uh, don't blame me, blame my family. <laughs> um, and obviously before that we were joined by Sam. Um, so yeah, it's been about three weeks since it's just been the two of us. Yep. Uh, obviously the idea of the Bulls Blitz was to keep the content coming, as we said we would do before the off-season, wasn't it? So, yeah. So yeah, um, tonight's episode, a bit of a, just a catch-up really, isn't it? Um, yeah. Get our opinions on... The latest bit of Bulls news, really. Catch up on Summer League. And, um, yeah. Obviously, your last Bulls Blitz was after the Grizzlies lost, wasn't it? Yeah, game two, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, since then, we at the start of the week, we've had a bit of news with regards to contracts and official yeah. of signings. Um, obviously, officially announced Kobe back. or Well, they announced he was back last week, I think, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, but then we've got the contract details for him start yeah. of this week. Uh, the initial reports were it was around about 10.8 for the first year. I think it was. Um, and apparently now it's actually going to be uh, 12.4. And that's right. including his incentives of 1.3. That's it. And, and um, of course, with it being a little bit more in the first year, it, it closes that cap space even more to um, sign whatever we have left, which is what's officially yeah. three spaces. Yeah, I mean, it, it's still, to me, a decent enough deal for somebody like Kobe, but it's not as team-friendly looking anymore, is it, when it's kind of reduced what we can do now. It's, you know, um, yeah, fair play to Kobe, he's got it. Yeah. And if he hits that 12.4 million, something's going right. Yeah. I'm you know, if it's incentive based, for him to get that last one point three mil, he's doing something right, which means hopefully Bulls are doing something right, which right. means Bulls. So, especially, especially if it's if it's affecting the success of the team, and it's yeah. not just affecting the success of Kobe. Um, yeah, exactly. if, if it works out that way, um, then everybody's a winner. Yeah, and um, I mean, look, they had to bring Kobe back; they couldn't let him. Mm-hmm. You know, walk that was that's a given, and you know, obviously the next debate, which we'll probably get onto once this free agency is complete with the Bulls roster and stuff, is who starts in it, and obviously because Kobe's going to be in that um, question, and so is Javon Carter, who is the other, the next one that was officially announced. Mm-hmm. And the details of his sort of deal, uh, 6.3 mil, 6.6 mil, 6.9 mil, with year three being a player option. <laughs> and that, you know, as we've said in the, the blitz that we've done, love the signing, love the deal, the 6.3, you know, t- team friendly as it comes. Yeah. Uh, um, player options. Don't Why? Know. I don't get them. Um, well, I mean, I do. It's to make it more enticing. But at the same time, it really does put 
the team into a sticky sticky situation because if that player is underperforming throughout the course of his contract, whether that's in the first year or second and third year, Tony Bradley, second year, should I say, it's um it's no longer in the hands of the team. It's in the hands of the player as to whether or not they want to return, regardless of how well they are or aren't doing for the team. And uh, yeah. as we've seen, it's come back to bite us before. And I'm surprised that there was a player option put in there again. But as I say, maybe that's what needed to be done to get the deal uh, pushed over the line. But uh, no, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, Tony Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. Point <laughs> in case. Yeah. Um, look, I mean, obviously, Javon Carter's pretty excited to be going to Chicago. He's tweeted it out and stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, he's from. Well, it's the suburbs, isn't it? He's not actually from Chicago, it's the suburbs, but um you know, coming home sort of thing. It's uh so you kind of think that if all goes well, he's gonna take that player option, isn't he? You know, he's where he wants to be. If the team's going well, if you know, the only thing is if it goes too well, he'll probably think he can get more money somewhere else, which is the only reason why he wouldn't opt in, I'm guessing. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I like the deal apart from the player option. Yeah, I think it, me too. you know, obviously, it's a deal that within some sections of Bulls Nation has been met with some negativity, or the signing, not the deal. Um, and that, I mean, the, the whole negativity side's starting to piss me off a little bit. To be fair, you know, I mean, like people are calling these signings before we've even seen. How it all looks, do you know what I mean? It, you can't say that these signings aren't going to work when you don't know what the starting lineup's going to be. You don't know how Javon Carter fits into the starting lineup for a start. You don't know if he's even going to be in the starting lineup. Same as Tory Craig, yet to be officially announced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we've still got roster spots that need to be filled as well. We just don't know what's going on there because. I mean, we'll get into that in a minute. But, yeah, the, the negativity is just... Yeah, I, I get it. I really do. I get why Bulls fans are negative. But trying to take the positives in it, do you know what I mean? And Yeah. I, I as... 100% agree with you in regards to the, the negativity. I, I get where it's coming from. I get why mm. people feel that way. But you have, to, you have to alter your own narrative in that respect because... Changes were what we were crying out for. Changes yeah. have been made. Okay, whether they are the exact changes you wanted or not is 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 kind of by the by. The changes have been made. Let's see how it pans out. Give it a few months. Then if you're not happy, by all means, shout from yeah. the rooftops. But give it a yeah. chance first. Let's see how it pans out. Stay some bit positive. Back your team and hopefully it will it all work out. Yeah. I mean, obviously the sort of next official signing that was put out from Bulls was uh, Adama Sonogo on his two-way. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's been reported today just over half a mil for the year. Yeah. That obviously that's his, what he's getting paid. And yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about some league later on, so I don't want to go too much into him, but for a two-way, yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? You know? Yeah. No, it's a value contract. It's, it's It works out uh, well financially anyway. Yeah, and like I said, I don't want to touch too much on Sonago at the minute because we're going to talk about him a bit later on. But yeah, and then obviously just before we come on, they've officially announced uh, Julian Phillips. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I think the reported deals one point some, you know, that's what Sport Track's got it down as something like that. I think. Okay, I didn't, um, I didn't actually see the value on the contract at all. I just saw that he was signed. Yeah, I can't remember where I'd seen it, but yeah. Um, and again, we'll talk about him when we talk about summer league because that's where we've seen him in action. And so yeah, that's that's it for the official sort of news and the, the deals that have been well confirmed now, I yeah. guess. Um as I say we're still waiting on that Tory Craig one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. This is what's annoying me at the minute with Bulls and this is my negativity coming out now is it's the the delay in getting all this stuff out, the secretive around it all, you know. Yeah. The, the whole Julian Phillips thing at the weekend where he didn't play in game one of Summer League because he wasn't officially signed. It's like, what? You know, just if you signed them, tell us. You know, every other team has put out their official posts over the weekend and, you know, given the numbers out and stuff like that. And we, we've only just found out we've officially signed Javon Carter. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> Yeah. It's annoying because you want to be able to celebrate the facts. Do you know what I mean? And well, that as well. It was a wasted opportunity. I mean, that game one was was a game where first and foremost the the, the team can see him play. They can get a reading on how he how he performs in summer league, mm. but also importantly for the fans to see him play as well and and to start making their judgments so they can start bitching about him on Twitter. And um, that, that's all very important to, to us uh, in Bulls Nation, you know. And uh, the fact that he ended up missing out on a game because of what is essentially red tape, it, it's mind-boggling. Um, yeah. But anyway, it, it, it happened. Um, thankfully, they got it done for game two, although that was kind of <laughs> in the, the late, late um, doors of, of, of uh, getting it done before he actually played, which is why he came off the bench, I believe, and why he didn't start. Yeah, and it's like the, this whole thing now with Tory Craig. I mean, the sort of pessimist, or whatever you want to call it, in me is kind of thinking, well, have we actually signed him? I mean, why why are they delaying it so long? And you kind of you get in your head round the fact that he's going to be a bull, and you know you, we've done the the research on him and to see how he's actually going to fit and stuff like that. And it's like, well, is he a bull? Is he not? Is, like, I'm sure it's going to get done. Um, you know, he, he has been announced that he was part of the moves, but it just hasn't been officially released that, that he signed the contract. But it's annoying because, like you say, you kind of you kind of want to just have that clarity, clarity and and that confirmation. And until you get that official statement, you just don't have that, which is frustrating. Yeah, I mean, he was at summer league on the Saturday game, I think it was against mm-hmm. Grizzlies. He was sat with Demar. Uh, P. Will and Kobe, so yeah, yeah, that to me was confirmation enough. I mean, I guess they know each other anyway, but I can't see why you'd randomly go sit with them if yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just one of them little niggly little things for me. It's nothing, nothing major, but you know. No, no, I get it. I get it. Was <laughs> uh, the next thing we wanted to talk about is this new in-season tournament? Right, um, I believe they're calling it the NBA Cup. At the minute, yeah, um, probably waiting for a sponsorship, and they'll eventually name the trophy, won't they? The, I'm sure know. they will. Yeah, it seems to be the uh, 
the new taboo to name name the the contracts or the the trophies after different players um yeah that have impacted the NBA over the years I, mean, I can't remember if it was just before Friday or just before Saturday's game when they announced it because it, it was right before tip off on it it was, it was like, yeah it was almost like they wanted it to get lost in the in the noise a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I mean, I know it's only summer league that we were getting ready to watch, but it's like, well, that, I want to watch the game. I don't want to be reading about all this. And but did you see the official? Like, I mean, they did an, an official televised show, um, yeah, ab- about yeah. it, and they, and they roped in a few players. And I have yeah. to, say, I've watched it back. I didn't watch it from start to finish, but I kind of watched bits and pieces of it. And I have to say, I know your your friend was there anyway. Um... <laughs> yes, yeah. he looks yeah. really be there, like. But um, they didn't. They didn't like Steve Kerr. Definitely did not look impressed at all. And uh, apart from the um, the outlandish pink clothing that was on uh, Trey Young, he didn't look too impressed either. To be fair, yeah. I mean, it's obviously for anybody who hasn't seen it. Obviously, they've announced that this in season tournament is going to take place for the first time this year. Yeah. Um, now. They're split into obviously it's conferences to start with. Um, is it three groups of six in each conference? Is it? Is that how it worked out? No, three, three four, five. Five, yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, Bulls are in Group C with the Celtics, Nets, Raptors, and Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's gone on seedings from last year or something. Aren't it? That's how they worked it out. Yeah. Um. The group games are going to count toward regular season record. Uh, three groups of five teams, four total games, um, and then that, they're going to take place on a Tuesday and well, this says Friday. Everyone else has been saying Thursday, but anyway, in November, and then the quarterfinals and semifinals and championship game are in December with the finals in Vegas. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, like I said, I haven't really looked too much into it. To be fair, uh, I've only got the post in front of me what Bulls put out. Um, you know, the quarterfinals is the three group winners plus one wild card from each conference. Uh, so eight teams into the quarterfinals. And it says teams that do not reach the quarterfinals will have two regular season games added on December the sixth and December the eighth at the conclusion of group play. So, yeah, I'm not getting too bogged down with that because I don't understand that. I don't understand how it's all going to work. Um, I think it's one of them things, in it? We're going to have to see how it works before we can fully judge it. Yeah. Uh, but we will give our opinion on it for now. Um, I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, I don't think I fear change quite as much as others do. I'm not going to necessarily throw you into that heap, but maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know, do I like this, to be honest with you? I mean, look, like you say, I'm going I'm to wait and see how it pans out. Um, definitely give it this season and, and judge it off that. But it kind of feels to me like, I don't know, I, I know the plan is to try and make the regular season a little bit more competitive, which is why they're keeping the group play as being um, actual counting towards regular season games, but to try and give them a little bit more weight so that they'll perhaps maybe players won't 
sit on the bench so much or um, they won't be taking their rest games as much and they'll actually be uh, trying that a little bit harder. Not that I'm for one second saying that NBA players ever take their foot off the gas. But uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> then when it goes through to the quarterfinals, um, it gets a little bit more kind of, I suppose, muddy. Um, and then into the finals, I, I get it. They're trying to make a big thing in Vegas at the moment as well. It's not just the fact that they're trying to jazz up the regular season by having it in Vegas. We all know that the writing's on the wall in regards to them bringing a team to Vegas in the, in the next kind of year or two. So I think that's part and parcel of this as well. But um, it kind of feels a little bit, and you know, from us coming to, from this side of the world where um, soccer, football, whatever you want to call it is huge. I mean, whether we like it or not, it's huge. And this kind of feels like it's trying to be a little bit like, say like a, almost like a Champions League or um, an FA Cup in, in the uh, UK Premiership, in, in the uh, English Premiership. Um, and I don't know, do they need to do that? I mean, basketball is different from soccer for a reason, because it's a different sport. It's basketball. Let basketball be basketball. If you want to come up with something new, don't copy another sport. Do your own thing, which... I don't. I don't know whether that's. It's easy for me to sit here and say I'm not the one that's having to trying to come up with an idea. But I don't know. Do I like it? Uh, we'll see how it plays out. I don't know if it's really going to affect anything, whether the players are going to try harder or not try harder. But I guess maybe the group play will just play out as it plays out. Maybe by the time they get into the quarterfinals and then the semifinals and championship, then maybe they might try a little bit harder because there's something to play for. But it feels a little bit like something that I know you've spoken about in the past that you absolutely despise, which is, and I'll let you go off, off after this, but it feels a little bit like, hey, for everybody else that can't win an NBA championship, here's kind of like a little baby championship. You can get yourself a little participation trophy of sorts. So um, that's how it kind of feels to me. Uh, I know there's been other other podcasts that have been out there kind of calling it a bit gimmicky. I guess it kind of does feel a bit gimmicky, but um We'll, we'll see how it all develops. I won't judge it entirely just yet, but uh, yeah, I don't know how it sits with me. Uh, not, not, not great. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think you've pretty much covered how I, I was thinking. To be fair, um, I get why they're doing it because, like you say, they want to make regular season games more competitive. But like you said, they're not going to be competitive really until you get closer to it. Mm. And that's even if the players can still be bothered at that point. It kind of feels like you said, it's a chance for the teams that ordinarily don't have chance of a, you know, to win the championship. Here you go. It'll compete for something else. You know, your big teams, you, you know, your top four seeds, they're not going to be bothered until later on. Do you know what I mean? And, mm. Players like Jimmy Butler is is now going to be NBA Cup Jimmy Butler rather than playoff. Yeah, you know, know, I mean, they're still going to be able to load manage around it, aren't they? That's the thing, you know, because it's in November, so they can, you know, they're kind of still trying to ramp up into the season as it is anyway. So then, by the time it's finished, what second week of December, Mm -hmm. well. You know, I've just played all these games. I'll have a couple of games off now. Right. And then I can ramp back up ready for the playoffs. So, so to me, in that sense, it, it the players are still going to 
if they want to take it serious, they'll take it serious. If not, and I get that's why obviously the NBA is doing it because they want the players to take every game serious. Right. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what the incentives are for the players if they win, if there's some sort of financial incentive. But bragging rights. You know, is a financial incentive enough when you're earning forty million a year and you're going to win half a mil yeah. or something like that? You know, pocket money in it. You know, what I mean, they'll probably end up donating most of it to some sort of charity or whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so it just seems like you said, as everyone else, it's gimmicky, and the whole thing of like you said, trying to compare it to like European soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Now, because I, I'm not a football fan, but I know there's that many different competitions within football. Right. You know, you've got obviously your league, then you've got your FA Cup, your League Cup, your Champions League, UEFA Cup, whatever it's called these days. And that's the thing, I don't know what they're all called now. I know what they are, but I don't know what they're called because yeah. they've been given out to sponsorship. So, like, the League Cup... Although it's still the League Cup, it's now the Carabao Cup or something like that. Yeah, or at least it was. It might change for the next season. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and it just kind of feels like that's the way the NBA could end up going, is trying to put it out to get extra sponsorship. You know, like, as we said before, you've got the NBA 2K24 Summer League. So right. they're, they're going to put some sort of a extra title to it, probably. Do you know what I mean? And And... You know, it's like you said. Why, why change it in the first place? To me, American sports have always been regular season playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's it. And as somebody growing up in the UK, where, like you say, soccer was the same, has uh, been the same for years. Where you got all the different competitions. Yeah, American sports, they did make sense because obviously I follow them. But you're kind of thinking, well, you play all year to get to them last few games to then be the champion. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there's no kind of reward for doing well over the, the regular season. No one cares, do they? Do you know what I mean? And that kind right. of feels like, oh, this is going to be well, great. You've won a, a pointless competition halfway through the season. Um, Obviously, I've said before, I'm a, I'm a rugby league fan and... They used to do um, just a league sort of format and that was it. And now they've gone to a playoff format as well. And it it, it didn't go well, down well because that's not how UK sports or European sports tend to be. But, no, um, like we said, we'll judge it when it happens. Um, the the normal game, the group games, whatever you want to call them, going to make no difference, are they? You know the regular season games, essentially. Well, see, that's that's the thing, right? And I mean, do you think it would have worked out better if they maybe? Now I know financially this is going to be too crippling for the NBA; they wouldn't like it. But if they went from eighty-two games to say sixty games or sixty-five games or whatever for the regular season, so that they can still play eighty-two somewhat games by including this in-season tournament, but that it doesn't affect the regular, so it's completely independent. But they reduce the number of regular season games, so they're not adding on games per se to the season. So effectively, they're, they're kind of playing the same number of games, but the regular season for the NBA championship is reduced. Mm. So that makes that more competitive in a, in a vacuum. 
And then this competition comes in in its own vacuum and is played entirely independently, which is kind of the way it happens in soccer. I mean, you know, the FA Cup doesn't count towards the champion, uh, the premiership. Do you know, it's independent. Whereas they've tried to make this kind of the best of both worlds merge together. Mm. And I think that's where it's not going to work. Yeah. And the thing is, the FA, I mean, I, I, I haven't followed soccer for years, but the FA Cup meant used to mean something. Do you know what I mean? Players mm. wanted to go out there and win it because, you know, obviously, for any American listeners or whatever, it meant a trip to Wembley Stadium. Right. And that had its whole history behind it and stuff like that. Um, right. Plus, the FA Cup provided the lesser teams a platform where, you know, all you need to do is perform once well against these big teams and you knock them out and you progress further. So it give, it gives the, you know, like we say, the teams that have no chance of really, you know, winning the NBA championship, if we're being completely honest about it, it gives them that chance where if they perform well on that day, they can still at least come out with something and it's still competitive. It's not, it feels a little bit less participation trophy. Yeah. And by winning the FA Cup and I think the League Cup as well, you used to get a spot in Europe, didn't you? That's so Yeah, you, yeah. In, you know, so it was in the, what was the UEFA Cup as opposed to yeah, the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you could finish 15th, 16th in your league. But then the next year going to Europe and obviously that was where all the money was and stuff like that. Yeah. Even if you got absolutely battered for Europe, it was an experience for the fans. It was more revenue and stuff like that. And it just kind of feels like, well, with this in-season tournament now, what's the point? Mm. Because, you know, say... I'm trying to think of a team to use as a as a decent. We'll use Warriors. I was going to use Lakers, but we know what LeBron will be like. But we'll use Warriors. If Warriors go on and win this in season tournament, this first one now, and then that's it. They don't. They might be met the playoffs and go out in the first round or something. Are they going to celebrate? Is Steph Curry going to go? Well, look at me. I've got the in season tournament. I've also got four rings before it. You know. Yeah. Is a. To me, it's. I don't think the players are going to take it serious. Apart and, and from that's it. They need like, to buy in. Yeah, teams like your Pistons, Magic, Pacers, for example, they might take it serious because they're thinking to themselves, "Well, I'm not going to get a ring, but this is my chance to win a little bit of silverware." Right. You know, because they're going to get something for it, aren't they? Whether it is the Mecca ring for it or whatever yeah. further down the line. And, I mean... <laughs> so you're, you're talking about incentive, right? So the championship trophy or whatever they're calling it, the, the cup, NBA Cup, that may not be incentive enough for the players. Whatever yeah. kind of monetary financial gain that comes out of it may or may not be enough of an incentive for the team. But whether or not the players themselves are bothered by that, because, I mean, you know, like you say, they're earning multi-millions multi anyway. So they're not going to be bothered yeah. maybe about a financial incentive. Surely there could be something else to incentivize it. Now, two ideas that I kind of knocked about in my own head was, one, could the, the winning team increase their odds in the draft? 
maybe you know you're, you're talking about giving opportunity for for the lesser teams so maybe you could incentivize them by saying well you get an extra i don't know five balls or 10 balls in the lottery um if you win or they could say something yeah you know something like that or even like you say it's, it's always a big deal to these players to be involved in charity schemes right so maybe rather than giving x amount of money to the players or to the team maybe you could divvy that up and say like well 50% of it goes to the team and 50% of it goes to a named charity of the team's choice so maybe then they've got that to play for as well and it's not just playing for themselves but there's that that feeling of playing for something else or somebody else that they care for plus it's it's their own credibility out there in 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 you know the social world of things to look good that they're playing hard for a charity I, I just think it potentially yeah, I mean, incentivizes it a little bit more. To me, you've got to look at it. Yeah. And to me, you look at it, you've got to look at it from the, the player and the team's side of it. You know, you've got to get them on board. And then you've got to look at it from the fans' point of view. Um, so, like I say, we've both said we'll take it as it comes. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll judge it when it's happened. But I'll ask you this question. Bulls make it to Vegas. Excited? Am I excited if they make it? Of course. Yeah. If it would you, you know, it's extra games. The potential of winning, whatever you know, don't matter what the trophy is, does it? So, of course. Yeah. I mean, look, I can sit here and I can. I think fans are going to write. But if the Bulls get there and we get to see more Bulls basketball and come away with some hardware, even if it is a Mickey Mouse Cup, yeah, mm. of course. Uh, I'd celebrate that. Of course I would. Yeah, I think what the fans are going to do if... And probably the players as well. They're getting to Vegas. Fantastic. But when you go out at the group stage, no, what a waste of time that was. You know what I mean? It, it, it's yeah. the. I mean, it's you know, and I think it was the same with the playing because it was changed. Didn't like it, but now they kind of adapted the playing, and I enjoyed it from a view this year. I don't know about you, else, but yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know if you've got anything else on it. Uh, no, that's it. I think we've pretty much um, covered that as as best we can. Uh, at this stage, I'm I'm willing to just I've given my opinion on it, but I do want to just wait and see um, how it plays out, and, and I'll judge it then uh, on December the tenth after all is said and done. Yeah, well, that's it. If if Bulls make it, we'll celebrate it. If not, then it's a waste of time. Should yeah. have done it. Here at Sea Red UK, we have our ongoing partnership with Victory Sports UK. Victory Sports UK is a UK-based sports apparel and equipment store where you can get your NBA and other sporting goods. Get kitted out in your favourite team gear and rep your squad all summer long. 
And all CRED UK group members and followers can avail of a special discount code for 15% off their entire range, including products already on sale. Just make sure you're liking and following CRED UK on Twitter or become part of the CRED UK group on Facebook to receive your exclusive discount code upon request. Visit victorysportsuk.co.uk to seal your victory with Victory Sports UK. Go on and check it out. You know, it makes sense. Yeah, so that obviously um, rounds up the everything we wanted to catch up on in that sense. And if there was any sort of technical difficulties that you picked up on, apologies for that. And uh, we're, we're back again with a, a fresh feed, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just wanted to finish off by talking about the Summer League. And obviously, I did my Bulls Blitz last week, explaining how we see Summer League and we're kind of excited by it, just because it's his basketball or Bulls basketball, kind of. Um, and I think anything you say with regards to Summer League, you have to say it's only Summer League. <laughs> so whatever we say from this point moving forward, it's only Summer League. Right, exactly. You know, it's an unwritten rule that you have to add that to the end of everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, and look, we fully understand it and that's why we're not going to go too much into the stats side of it and yeah. stuff like that. Um, obviously, you've done your couple of blitz on the, the Raptors win and then the Grizzlies loss and we were meant to record last night, but we've managed, you got called into work and we got another game in. 3 a.m. this morning. Yep. It's the uh, the bags under my eye. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, it's now nearly 10 p.m., so I've been up since 3 a.m. to watch a summer league game. Crazy, stupid, dedicated, passionate. Pick one. Yeah, all of the above, maybe. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Um, but look, like I say, I enjoy summer league. Simple as that. You know, for me, it's a chance to look at the players that you don't ordinarily get to see. Mm. You've got players that are fighting for some sort of a contract, whether it's a late roster spot, um, a two-way deal, a spot in the G League. You've got your your top picks that are coming in. You've got your second-year players with a point to prove. And obviously, that's why I enjoy some of the, just before we get into the game last night um, or this morning, and again, it's met with a lot of negativity, isn't it? It, it doesn't is. matter what any player does, people find something negative to say. And I mean, obviously, I haven't done a game review on Summer League yet. I know you've done them, and you kind of struggled with it mainly because you were on your own as well. But and, you know, um, yes, it's nice to have. Somebody to bounce off of, but um, there's a lot more erms when I'm doing them on my own. Yeah, but, um, yeah. and and like to me, you've got to know what you're expecting from the players before you can judge them. And I think a lot of people just look at the box scores with regards to summer league and say, "Well, why ain't Dylan Terry put up thirty points?" and 17 rebound, you know, because he's a second year player, he's an NBA player, he's going against these nobodies and stuff like that. But in terms of like last night's game, obviously they come away with a win eventually. 
didn't look like it at the start. And I know we were both sat there at 3 a.m. thinking, why have we got up at 3 a.m. to watch <laughs> this? <laughs> it, it was it was slow to start going, but once it once it got going, it kept going. So that was good. Yeah, and I always find them fun games to watch as well because there's nothing on them. Like I say, the players are fighting for something or trying to prove something, and right. you know you know what it is. It's a three point contest and a turnover contest. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty much what summer league is. Yeah. Um, so in terms of like last night's game, like I say, the Bulls come away with a win, um, and you know both teams are putting up the three pointers and both teams are turning the ball over. Simple yeah. as that. That's to me. That's as far as you go with the game review. Um, and it's the player. It, like I say, it's what you want to see from the players as to how you judge them. If that makes sense. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of negativity going around about Dale and Terry at the minute because all right, he hasn't had a standout game. But how I look at it is he's been div- given different roles for each game. Mm-hmm. All three games. You know, we wanted to see his shot. We saw that in the first couple of games. All right, still needs a lot of work. We know that. But we know he's confident enough to take it. So that's a plus in my eyes. Yeah, definitely. You know, he knows that his shot needs work. We've seen the videos of working on that shot. You know, but the fact that he's confident enough to take an ugly looking shot. <laughs> You've got to credit him for that because he yeah. could quite easily go P. Will and go, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to throw it to Javon Freeman Liberty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he doesn't. He takes it because he knows he needs to work on it. And that's what we wanted to see. So to me, you've got to praise him for that. That's not a negative that his shot still looks ugly because he's not going to go, well, I've been working on it. Yeah, it still looks ugly. It's still not quite working. That's it. Yeah, I've made it. Yeah, he's gonna maybe take a few weeks off now. You know, because I mean, it's his twenty-first birthday today, so happy birthday, to Dylan. Yep. You know, so he'll play the last couple of games of summer league up to the weekend. Probably have a few weeks off, and you know that he's going to be back in that gym, and he's going to be working on it, and he's going to work on his shot, and then he'll be one of the first players to set part in these pro runs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. because he's got that work ethic. He does. So what you know, and he's also got to go back to Chicago to start working with Peter Patton and his team. So what we're seeing a Dylan now is basically uh like a stop gap, I guess, in his training, in his development, whatever you want to call it. Because he's he's worked on it, he's now looking how it looks, he's gonna read what's wrong with it, and then he's gonna go and work on it again. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I judge a player like like Dalen in summer league, because like last night he only got four points, and that was on two of seven field goal attempts. He he missed the one three point attempt that he took. Yeah. So to me, he was given a different role by the coaching staff for last night's game, because before that he was throwing the ball up for fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to me, they've the coaching staff have given him a different role for every game. Because that's the sort of player that he is. Yeah. He's a Swiss Army knife. As I've said before, you know, I mean, like, in, is it game 
one. He got ten points, six rebounds, four assists, mm-hmm. three steals. That's the sort of stat line I think we're going to see constantly in the NBA from him. He's not going to put up a massive amount of points. He's not going to put up massive amount of rebound. He's just going to do everything. And to me, he's not going to lead the team in the NBA either, is he? You know, he's... No. So the role he's actually got at Summer League isn't the role he's going to have in the NBA. Not at all. You know, we want him to get, what, eight to ten minutes a game? Yeah. To start with. That'd do. And the you know he's going to be... Yeah, and you know he's going to be full of energy, a dog on defence, and he's just going to give everything. Mm-hmm. And like you've always said, he only needs a minute. And he will take that minute and he will give whatever he can in that minute. Yeah. If you give him 10 minutes, he's going to put up a stat line that you're going to go, yeah, that's all right. To rest Amar for a little bit, Zach for a little bit, whoever it is he comes in to replace. It's like, oh, well, yeah, they've got a little bit of rest. Dylan's gone out and he's, he's not done anything fantastic. But I mean, that pass that last night where Phillips was wide open and he was it, I can't remember who it was he threw it out to and they got the. Was it Nate Darling? Mm. He got the four, well, potential four-point play from it, didn't he? Yeah. He's a very, to me, he's a very clever player. His brain just goes too fast. And that's yeah. the bit develop is slowing the game down for himself. I, I, to me, yeah, he hasn't had a standout game, but he's not been disappointing. Because we've seen what he's worked on and we know that he'll go work on it again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's sort of my take on Dalen for now. I mean, I don't know how you see Dalen's performances. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with an awful lot of what you said. Uh, looking onto his onto his shot, um, you can see he's been working on it because, yeah, it's still not fantastic in regards to the actual mechanics of his shot, but it's not as bad as it was. In fact to the point where I think it may even have been game one when um, on, the, on the thread and I said to you that he actually reverted back to his elbow out gammy yeah. shot at, at one stage. So you can see the rest of his shot profile has been much tighter than it used to be. Yeah. So he's definitely working on that shot, which means he's aware of the fact that the shot needs work and, and the mechanics of his shot is the basis behind why his shot is gammy as we said mm. that's only going to improve and the fact that he's already been trying to improve it and will continue to do that like you say when he gets back to Chicago and he starts working with Peter Patton and his team that's only going to improve in regards to the speed of the game I 100% agree with you he plays too fast um, it's like his his brain sees the game but his body tries to go faster than that and mm. and it just doesn't merge right together just yet and when it does, it looks great. And when it doesn't, it looks like a hot mess. Yeah. But like that, most players that come into the NBA, it's normally season three, maybe even four, before the game starts to slow down that little bit. I mean, you see it with Kobe. Hopefully yeah. now we'll see it with uh, with Patrick Williams as well. Where, where the game just slows that yeah. little bit down well, and they let the game come to them that little bit more rather than them chasing the game themselves. And that's what I can't wait to see with Dalen. I don't know that we're necessarily going to see it in the upcoming season, but hopefully by season three, it'll all start to come together a bit for him. Because, you know, like I said in my last blitz, 
Um, I really like the kid. He's very, very likable. I like his game. I like his work ethic. And I really do see him being something for us going forward. Whether he's going to be a major part or a role player, um, that's yet to be seen. But I definitely think that Dalen has a future with the Bulls. And I can't wait to see how it how it evolves. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not going to go into every player because a lot of them are just, they're just there. But yeah, I mean, I want to touch on the ones that we were excited to watch before Summer League and just touch on how they are now. Obviously, another one was... Um, I'm going to get the name wrong. Justin Lewis. I was going to call him Julian. The two similar. Um, you know, obviously, he's been ruled out for the rest of it. You know, and... I liked what I saw in the little bit we saw of him. Um, obviously, rolled his ankle against Memphis. I just hope that's not going to be the narrative with him. Mm. You know, that he's injury prone and stuff like that. That, that was a a freak. You know, it happens, doesn't it? You yeah, he landed on somebody's foot and rolled the yeah. ankle. Um, um, I, I was worried because he was holding his knee when he was sitting on the sideline. Mm. I was worried there'd be more to it. But it, it looks like that was, you know, not something to worry about at all. It's just been classed as an, as an ankle injury. He has been ruled out for the rest of the summer league, but um, hopefully it's something that, it'll, you know, it will just pass quickly enough. Yeah. I mean, Eversley said, didn't he, on the broadcast that he's he's got a two-way deal. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably where Bulls are at with it. It's like, you know, yeah, it's summer league. Forget about it. We want you in training camp. We want yeah. you in pre-season. And then you're going to go sit with Windy City all year. Mm-hmm. We want to see you with Windy City. That's where you're going to develop. And I'm happy with that. You know, they stuck by him through an ACL tear, didn't they? So, yeah, I'm sure they'll stick by him through an ankle sprain. Um, <laughs> maybe. Um, so obviously, we mentioned about uh, Sonogo before. Now, first two games, as you said, he was a no-go. No-go. They announced him yesterday, and then... He has his best game. He did. He played well last night. I enjoyed seeing yeah. him play. It was good. I mean, I don't think he's... He's not been shocking in the first two games. But I mentioned before, like in my Bulls Blitz, why I wanted to see him is because I wanted to see why he went undrafted. Yeah. See if I could figure it out, basically. And the first two games showed me that. <laughs> Simple as. So I saw what I wanted to see from him. Um, but then what I've seen from him is he's managed to flip it. Mm-hmm. And now you're back to that intrigue with him and the excitement with him and, um, you know, what can he actually be? I mean, he'll go up and grab boards. That's oh, for given. sure. It was his finishing one it in his, his yeah. shot we weren't seeing it in the first two games I mean what did he finish with 15 points something like that last night yeah he played he missed a couple of, you know and I mean he was getting blocks he was getting steals he was taking charges mm. for a big man yeah. yeah all for it you know what I mean yeah. um, he, he just seemed a lot more active last night he was more involved Um he, he was putting himself <clears throat> into better positions to be involved in the game both on offence and defensively Whereas he was a little bit more kind of lost sheep and clumsy in the first yeah. two games. I mean, I mean, obviously the thing with summer league is the the teams thrown together. Mm. A lot of them have probably never even met, let alone played alongside each other before. They get a week training camp, and then they're into games. 
Yeah. And some of them, they just stepped fresh out of college. Some of them have been in the G League for five, six years, whatever it is. Some of them are ex-NBA players, you know, yeah. that are trying to work their way back into it. So, And some of them have come from Europe, so they've never even played in, in America. Yeah. And, I mean, from what I know, Sonogo's only actually been playing basketball six years as well. Okay. So, or something along those lines. You know, so I get it was maybe a bit of a struggle. Do you know what I mean? It mm. It's probably the highest level of basketball he's actually played at. Yeah, sure. And, you know, I, I mean, going into tomorrow night's game against Cavs, I'll be watching him a lot more, I think, than what I did originally. Because yeah. I want to see what he is actually doing now, you know, aside from the rebounding. Because you can see that. You just have to look yeah. at the numbers for that. But I want to see how he actually fits into the offensive side of it and how strong he is defensively. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's a big body. You want to see him, you know, I mean, he's slow on the switch, isn't he? That's, that's one thing I've noticed with him already. But how many bigs are good at that, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. you know when you've got a a big body like that to try and shift, and you've got a, a little six foot guard switching onto you. You're gonna, they're going to struggle out there. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's a given. But yeah, I mean, he's. T- I think he's turned himself from a no go into a factor. So no go, and he is. <laughs> yeah, now he just needs to turn himself into a go go. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Um, the last of the players we was excited to, or intrigued to see, I think, was uh, Julian Phillips. Mm-hmm. And going into last night's game, obviously he'd missed the first one, and he was disappointing in game two, his first one. Mm-hmm. And he did say he was going to come out and change that, and he did. Mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, with last night's game. Because it was a win, we gave out a ball of the game. And we'll get into the the other recipient of it in, in a minute. Um, but we couldn't. There was only me and you voting. <laughs> you... <laughs> the, the only two idiots that were up at three o'clock in the morning to watch yeah. <laughs> Um And your vote was JFL, and mine was Julian Phillips. And it, I don't think I had to convince you, but I was trying to tell you why he was getting my vote. Yeah, and it's basically because. And kind of expected, knew what JFL was going to give. And I didn't know what Julian Phillips was going to give. But what he did give was everything I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. His athletic, as, uh, athleticism on the like rebounding side of it. And he shot. And he only shot three three-pointers, but he hit all three. You know, so he was giving everything I wanted to see, and they finished with like it was a sixteen points and four rebounds, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to see how he fit in the team because obviously it's a higher level for him, and I think he fit well. Yeah. Um, there's still work that has to be done. Obviously, you know, he's a nineteen-year-old fresh out of college, one year in college, but I wanted to see his shot. I saw it. And I wanted to see his athleticism. I saw it. And that's, to me, why, like I said, that's what Summer League's all about, is seeing what you want to see from these players. Totally. And he did it. So that's why he got my vote for it. Um, I know, obviously, he kind of turned around a lot of Bulls Nation as well, opinion on him. 
think so. I hope so. You know, there's still the negativity out there. You know, why we signed him? You know, why did we trade for him or make the trade to get him? It's like we've said before, just be patient. He's not going to come in NBA ready. He's a second-round pick, do you know what I mean? But there's a reason why they made the trade for him, because they want him. And, yeah, historically, Bulls don't develop players, but they're trying to change it. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how he does tomorrow night um, against Cavs as well. Um, again, I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm not even watching Dale and Terry, do you know what I mean? Because... I kind of feel like I know what he is. Yeah. And I'd imagine Dalen does play, but I wouldn't be bothered if he doesn't as well because I've seen enough of him now. Yeah. I'm now looking at... Play, yeah, you were, you know, just what one or two games left, aren't they now? Yeah. Depending on what happens tomorrow. Um, but like I say, if Dalen doesn't play, I'm not really watching Dalen anymore. I've yeah. seen what I need to see from him. It's these sort of players now that I'm wanting to see. Because yeah. well, we've only seen one game, of, uh, two games of Phillips so far. So, yeah, um, I don't know what your sort of take on Phillips is so far. Yeah, it, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, disappointed he didn't get to play in game one. Um, disappointed with the way he played in game two. A um, lot better, lot better last night. You could see he was more locked in last night. And mm. like I say, you know. Maybe that's because he was more prepped to be there last night. He was more mentally prepared. Um, the other thing I really wanted to see out of him was this this uh, now infamous 43-inch vertical. Um, and at one point, he did uh, attack the rim, get up really, really high, really, really quickly. I don't think he converted it, if memory serves me. But it was still, it was a good <clears throat> example of how high and how quick he can get up there. So, yeah. yeah, more of that, please. Um, hopefully, we'll see a bit more of that in the next game against Cavs and uh, I'll be able to make a bit more of a judgment because it kind of feels like I'm only judging him on one game, really, at this stage. Um, and, and I'd like to at least get one more um, behind him and, and see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't him that was on the end of a lob, was it? It was JFL that was on the end of the lob. JFL got the lob from uh, Dalen from a steal, but I think um, I'm pretty sure Phillips attacked the rim at one point and um, whether he was trying to get the rebound or something and and he just got up really really quickly but I don't think it converted yeah 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 and the last player before we get out of here um we mentioned his name a few times now and it's Javon Freeman Liberty He's been a summer league legend. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. You can't claim him, like right. <laughs> I think I think we can say he's a C Red UK man at this stage because we're both very much in and have been since summer league last year, and we've been following him through Windy City Bulls as well. I know you post a lot of stuff about him on behalf of C Red UK, and he does tend to kind of like the stuff and interact mm. a little bit. So um we we can definitely claim him as a as a C Red UK player at this stage, I think. But um yeah, no, he's been he's been fantastic. I think he's been a bit of a, a summer league hero um so far. Yeah, I know you know, like you said, he's C Red UK guy. Yeah. Um and what I'm enjoying is the fact that I mean we've been on that train now since last year's summer league. Yeah. And the rest of Bulls Nation is now waiting to board. You know, it's sign him, sign him. We need to sign him. All this sort of stuff. And look, 
as we said at the start, it's only summer league. <laughs> the numbers he's put up, fantastic. You know, yeah. he would have got our player of the game um, against Grizzlies as well, but it was a loss, so we don't give him out. But he was the player of the game in that one. Um, and I want to say I'm not surprised by it after following him through Windy City. I mean, he didn't put the numbers up. I mean, I think he averaged something like 15 points for Windy City. Um, I think his season was cut short by an injury as well. Um I know he missed the last few games. And he was kind of overshadowed by Carlick Jones getting mm-hmm. the MVP. Now, obviously, he he was on the Summer League team last year, went through training camp, went through pre-season, and then he got waived and went to Windy City. So he's been in the Bulls organisation as such for a year now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mainly with Windy City. And I know listening to a few other podcasts they were confused they were saying I'm sure he's played for Bulls and it's like yeah it was pre-season he mm-hmm. played in the pre-season game against Nuggets he got somewhere like just short of six minutes eight points a um, couple of assists maybe something like that and he was in this he come in at the same time as Carlett Jones if I remember correctly and Carlett Jones got no points in the same amount of time on the court mm-hmm. um, yeah it's a pre-season game yeah, he got weight. Well, they both ended up going to Windy City. Carlett Jones looked better in the G League, points-wise, blah, blah, blah. MVP, whoop to do um, So, obviously, like we've just said, the, the narrative at the minute is, why haven't we signed him? We need to sign him. So, I'll ask you that question. Do we need to sign him? No. But... <laughs> We do need to be realistic about it. And I think he definitely has earned a two-way. I'd like to see him on a two-way. And, you know, he's going to spend the vast majority of that time back down in Windy City. But at least, you know, he can be called up and given a shot of a few minutes here and there if if needs be, if there's an injury, or even if they just want to give him a bit of a chance and see how he he does. But um, as for sign him, um, no, no, no. Let's pump the brakes yeah. a little bit. Um, two way, two way only. I mean, as we were discussing before, I'd have him on the main roster over Carly Jones. Okay, That's, but I wouldn't have Carly Jones on the main roster. <laughs> That's not really much of a, you know, a, um, a target as such. Mm-hmm. But I say he's been in the organization for a year. He's a Chicago Chicago boy as well, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my thing is, if they don't offer him a two-way deal, somebody else is going to. Yeah, I agree. And for somebody that you've had in your system for a year, you can't just let him go like that. Because, I mean, he's only 23 as well. Do you know what I mean? He's got a bit of size to him for a guard as well. He plays tough. He's happy to shoot. Mm-hmm. It's essentially everything that Bulls are looking for. He's just not NBA ready. Simple as. Right. Um, so like you said, they've got to sign him to a two-way. Send him back down to Windy City. He's home. He's developing. 
you know, he was undrafted for a start, so you probably isn't expecting to be on an NBA roster. Um, he'd give that interview saying how the G League's helped him develop and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm sure he'd be happy to go back down and develop even more. And he'd probably be expecting a better a better year numbers-wise, stuff like that. And like you say, the, the joy of having him on the two-way would be, if we need him, and Billy realises he's there, <laughs> then you play him, even if it's just garbage time. Yeah. Five minutes at the end, of, you know. And that's the thing that Bulls have got to get past now, is this, not using these end-of-roster guys. And, I mean, obviously they've still got to fill the roster out, which we were going to talk about, but we don't want another Marco, do we? No. You know, so... At the minute, on the two ways, we've got Justin Lewis, Sonogo, and they've got the qualifying offer out for Terry Taylor. Now, I'd say don't sign Terry Taylor. Give that what last that last one to Freeman Liberty. That's that's my take on it. And then, like I say, still unsure whether Ayo's coming back. I don't know what's going on with Carly Jones, but we don't need both of them. So, as a cheap thing, do you give Terry Taylor that 14th spot to be last year's Marco or this year's Marco, however you want to word it? Yeah, you could. But you know that he can also come in and play mm-hmm. if needed. That's And that's what I want from them last few spots. I know I've gone off a tangent like, but um, that's what I want from these last one to three spots that we've got to fill depending yeah. on how you look at the roster is players who can come in and play whether they're spending the time down with Windy City or whatever the case happens to be but if they're there, play them you, you know so they've got to be ready to play, that's the thing and obviously Marco wasn't and he's back in Europe and signed with another team so he obviously knew it himself Um and but then to me, your two-way guys have got to be able to be able to come in and play as well if needed. Yeah, and that's why I think with like going back to Javon Freeman Liberty is he's not NBA ready. No, it, he's a summer league hero, whatever you want to describe it at the minute, and he's a solid G League player who's developing. Mm-hmm. And for him to be NBA ready, he needs to get NBA minutes. Yeah. And I'd rather see them in Chicago than Mavericks or whoever ends up trying to pick him up. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Because you know that two, three years down the line, he's going to be NBA ready. And, you know, look, Caruso went undrafted, didn't he? And through the G League. And look at him now. I'm not saying that he's going to be to that standard, but. Max Struess, for example, you know, he's another one, isn't he? Yeah. Um, the, the comparisons are going out, out to him. So, Bulls have to sign him. That's to the two-way. Yeah. I mean, you're taking a punt. Of course you are. But I'd rather take the punt and see how it pans out than just let it slip away to somebody else for them to take the punt on him. Um, do you know, like you say, you're essentially replacing a player like Marco who was a bench warmer only anyway. So if you bring him in as a bench warmer only anyway, what difference does it really make apart from the fact that he may pick up a few minutes here and there in garbage time, 
and actually do something with it as opposed to Marco who did nothing. 16 games in two years, three years, whatever it was. Yeah, got paid for it though. Hey, he was an all Lost you. William. <laughs> you there? Yep. Okay, cool. This is going to take some editing, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be a fun one tonight. <laughs> Thank God I don't have to go to work. Oh, no, hang on. I do. Uh, what did you, where did you lose me at? Because I, I um, was finished. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were, you were just talking about um, Marco uh, off the back of what I'd said about... Javon Freeman Liberty actually maybe making some difference with his minutes. Yeah, I'll just well, I'll just go back in and wrap it up anyway. You just have to edit this a little bit out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I've got nothing else on summer league contracts, tournaments, whatever. Don't know if you have. No, not really. I think we've pretty much covered everything we wanted to. Yeah. Um. Just want to apologise again if there's any sort of a jump in. You know, kind of piecing it back together now. Yeah, uh, bad internet. Um, but yeah, we obviously we wanted to put this one out just to well get back together. Really, <laughs> um, hopefully normal service resumes next week. Yes. Um, one we've got no games as well to be getting up at three a.m. for. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that, obviously we have one more game at least eight o'clock tomorrow UK time. We will be watching that. Um, I know you don't like the time. It's perfect for me this week, but no, don't like it. But do you know what? Um, my my eldest daughter is getting into basketball in a big way, and she's dying to watch a game. And you know, with three o'clock tip-offs, she can't get up for those. She's only eleven, so she's very excited about an eight o'clock tip this week, so she can get yeah. to watch a game. That's just weak. Um, <laughs> that you. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll be watching that, and we'll probably finish summer league roundup next week won't we um, yeah. when we're back on and hopefully have a couple more signings to talk about as Bulls round the roster out hopefully okay. um, or everything could be done in secret who knows probably the latter um, so yeah um, again apologies if it's all over the place but we've had technical difficulties and aside from that I've been Matt you can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK you can find us on all the socials at CRED UK. Don't forget, CREDUK.com is still going. Um, there will be some pieces going on there shortly, hopefully. And, yeah, thanks for listening and watching. And you can find me on Twitter at Neil CRED UK. Thanks once again for everyone for tuning in, whether you're watching or listening. Please subscribe and review. Give us that thumbs up on YouTube as well. From Matt and myself, remember it's a Chicago Bulls thing wherever you are in the world. And until next time, see red people. Percolator. It's time for the percolator.